So when we connect in the crystalline frequency, when we're doing a, a session, we connect to the very center core of Mother Earth. And that is a space that holds this energy. Okay, it's a, a mass of uh, the Earth, the core. But it, in it is a living vibration that, whether you call it Mother Gaia or the crystalline frequency, but when you tap into it through your zero point stillness within your heart, you know, between polarity, that energy can be used and harnessed and brought up in through the body, through the main channel to activate whatever healing that you're looking for. Um, but it does activate and shift your light codes within your DNA. And by doing so, helps you quantum shift or go into your highest potential in whatever you're bringing to the session or to your meditation. Welcome to the Way of the Healer Conversations for Change podcast. I'm your host, Darieth Chisholm. Here, you'll meet some of the world's most extraordinary thought leaders and experts, iconic artists and creators, top-performing athletes, successful entrepreneurs, philanthropists, spiritual teachers, shamans, healers, and many, many more. They sit with me, an Emmy Award-winning TV host and former news anchor turned filmmaker and life and business coach for some powerful conversations for change. What are these conversations about? Healing. Healing, healing all aspects of our mind, body, soul, spirit, this planet, each other, and the systems and structures we're currently living in. You'll learn about topics like plant medicine and psychedelics, spirituality, conscious entrepreneurship, conscious communication, the new earth, quantum leaping, multidimensional living, pleasure, play, and sexuality, breathwork, sound healing, food and supplements, and ah, there's just so much. You're just going to need to subscribe to the channel and listen. Come with me now behind the curtain to get the backstory on how and why these remarkable people heal themselves and others, how they lead, what makes them tick, what lights them up, gets them down, keeps them going, and what they believe is the way of the healer. So let's go. If you're into crystals, you're going to love this episode. Today, we're going to take a deeper look at the transformative world of quantum crystalline energy healing with Renata McConnell. Renata is a gifted energy healer, spiritual teacher, published author, and founder of the Quantum Crystalline Energy Healing. She's also the owner of Crystalline Boutique in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, where she curates a collection of high-frequency crystals that are cleansed and blessed to honor their sacred purpose. Renata's journey began back in 2012 when she received a profound ascension teaching and sacred light codes that unlocked the power of quantum crystalline energy healing. Through this divine transmission, Renata gained access to the quantum realm, enabling her to provide high-frequency activations for her students and clients. Drawing from the wisdom from the Crystalline Council, Renata's passion lies in awakening, awakening individuals to their highest potential and sharing the divine gifts entrusted to her. Her expertise encompasses various modalities, including energy healing, channeling, shamanism, and the art of ancient crystal healing practices. 
Today we're going to touch upon the core principles of this transformative modality. We'll talk a little bit about her reluctant journey to becoming a healer and following this way of the healer and the profound nature of crystals and how they work. So again, crystal lovers, this one's for you. Let's go. Plant medicine, psychedelics, and cannabis have really helped me deepen my meditation practice and morning routine. And while you don't necessarily need our plant natural allies to assist you in meditation, I find that with meditation, I'm able to have more clarity, direction, purpose, and allow divine guidance and wisdom to flow through me. Stillness and quieting the mind allows you to access more of who and what you truly are. And that's where you can activate more creative expression and fulfillment of your dreams. As a gift to you, my friends, I've designed a special high frequency activation to help you encode, embrace, and elevate your consciousness to ignite your creativity and passion. It's free and available for a limited time. Go to dariuth.com forward slash meditations to receive a guided meditation series with journal prompts and attuned high frequency sound waves. That's dariuth.com forward slash meditations. I have been so looking forward to having this conversation with you, Renata, ever since I had the beautiful experience of quantum crystalline energy healing. So I'm so delightful to have you here on our podcast today. Thank you, Darius. I'm really excited to be here too. Yeah, yeah. So why don't we, we've got so much to talk about, but certainly for viewers and listeners who are clueless, and I certainly was when I first discovered this, what is quantum crystalline energy healing? Quantum crystalline energy healing is a multi-dimensional modality that was downloaded to me in 2013 to activate the 12 strands of DNA to transition us from carbon-based beings into crystalline beings. And the healing modality goes into that and helps us move through those. But in a nutshell, it's multidimensional. So it's coming in from many avenues from spirit and helping us move from shadow to light, fear to love, or carbon to crystalline, however you like to look at that. So, you know, I've certainly heard of the use of crystals and probably many people that are watching and listening uh, are familiar with crystals, but, but what is the difference between crystals and crystalline and or crystalline energy? Well, crystalline energy, when it was downloaded to me, they told me it was Christ-like frequency or the Christ frequency. And at the time in 2012, they told me, do not call it that, call it crystalline. So I didn't know what crystalline was at the time. And so I tried to Google it and there was nothing on the internet. So the difference between crystals and crystalline energy is the frequency of the Christ codes that are vibrant and moving through us. Now, crystals also do that, but it's the frequency of divine love, of divine light, Christ-like, frequency or Buddha or, or whomever you would prefer to as having that God-like frequency of divine love. And so is that, does it mean then, then that is what is activated when you are in a crystalline energy session? Yes. So ah. in a crystalline energy session, your practitioner, whether it's me or the other people that I have um, attuned, 
they hold the frequency to help you ascend up into it. It's it's like an invitation, an opportunity, but the, the template is held for you to raise your frequency up into it without having to do a whole lot of healing practice and that it's helping us ascend quicker faster and your practitioner is able to hold that frequency within a session you know i've done some research and as i look at what it means or what crystalline is in the earth's core if you will can you can you share with our viewers and listeners like the the the, the fact that that these crystals are crystalline is is a part of of the core of of this earth Yes, actually, it's a great question. So when we connect in the crystalline frequency, when we're doing a, a session, we connect to the very center core of Mother Earth. And that is a space that holds this energy. Okay, it's a, a mass of uh, the Earth, the core, but it, in it is a living vibration that whether you call it Mother Gaia or the crystalline frequency, but when you tap into it through your zero point stillness within your heart, you know, between polarity, that energy can be used and harnessed and brought up in through the body, through the main channel to activate whatever healing that you're looking for. Um, but it does activate and shift your light codes within your DNA. And by doing so, it helps you quantum shift or go into your highest potential in whatever you're bringing to the session or to your meditation. Yeah. And like, so how does that happen though? And, and certainly for people who can conceptualize it, and I'm sure we can read about it, but, but what is actually occurring? When this frequency is coming up and filling you up from the center of the earth? Yeah. That's a difficult question because that's when it goes into the multidimensional answer like what is happening what's happening when we pray what's happening you know you can't quite quantify what is happening but a shift is occurring and as soon as you, i can feel it coming in now as soon as you tap into it, it's like like these light oh boy it's really coming through this light frequency that feels kind of like champagne bubbles moving through you it can be used to show up in a podcast as a higher vibrational being, it can be used to clear out really dense thought forms and uh, physical pains and help yeah. future manifestations. But how is it doing it? That's that's like trying to answer how prayer and quantum it just does. Or, or as I often tell my son when, when he was little, I used to say, you know, I don't know the answer to that. I don't know how microwaves work. I just know they work. You put it in. Like it electricity, works. right? <laughs> Who knows? And it is like a, uh, uh, like a, an electricity of sorts, but it's clean, pure. Uh, and it's a feeling. It's, a, it is a, it's essentially a feeling. As you point out, it's like having champagne bubbles, like a, you, you, you see champagne bubbles, but, but what you're, saying is that there is a scent like the light there's a sense there's a shift in the frequency or vibration that a person is in once they've been attuned yes does that last is that continuous is that something that you it's a one-time thing or do you do you need to continue to 
be attuned and work in this crystalline energy in order for you to be able to feel and sense this shift in vibration and energy? So being attuned occurs when you take my quantum crystalline energy healing classes, like to become like level one, to become a self-healer and level two to become a practitioner. That I use the word attuned because I'm able to pass on the um, level of healing through transmission. So I call that attuned. Now, if you come for a session, your frequency that you're shifting and that that holds, but not in the same way like a practitioner that's come through and has been attuned, whether it's for self-healing or to do other. So I see that as different. I don't think of attunement in a healing session. I think it's healing. And that holds for as long as needed. Sometimes it's forever. Sometimes, depending on what you're working on, there's different multidimensional aspects, meaning it could be this lifetime, another lifetime, another dimension past, present, future, it could be anywhere. So you might come in and let's use the word heal or shift the vibration of a specific topic on one plane, but there can be other parts of that puzzle that need to be decoded. Does that answer your question? It does. And so describe for us what this attunement looks like, what's being used, what's happening. So, I mean, obviously if we had a video, it would be great for people to see that. But in this case, in the conversation, if it's possible to describe someone who's actually having a crystalline energy session, what is going on and what does it look like? So a crystalline energy session would look like you come in, you have a conversation with me for or, or on the phone. Um, for 10 or 15 minutes while we get to the root of what's going on. So I'm also a channel and an intuitive, so and a shaman. So through your talking, your story, whatever shows up, it could be like, I had one a fabulous client and his was, he had road rage. I'm like, oh, okay, well, here we go. And it just led off into the healing he needed. That was all he could come up with. And other people come in saying, okay, I have this issue that's, um, you know, I really need to work on. It, it can be anything, Derek. So getting to the root of what spirit is saying is the um, issue at hand comes up through your conversation. So then you would lay on the table, fully clothed, and after doing some prep uh for the body so that it can receive the most light codes possible, the, the biggest transition you can, which means moving some energy so that you can contain more. Then this full set of crystals would go on you. And then I will hold different points and use a clearing statement. Go back a little bit, connect you to the crystalline grid, connect you to the heavens above, bringing in that alignment having those crystalline frequencies fill out your body and start to work with whatever you're releasing. Then I will do a release statement. Then um, you'll probably get really infused with a lot of energy coming in from spirit. And people report um, feeling light, uh, euphoric, also needing angels, guides, all sorts of things, or a lot of people, um, anesthesiologists and doctor clients often go out and say like what the heck happened what was that it's like going under anesthetic and then you come back and you're at a very different place you're in a different state you quantum left right out of it 
So yeah. Jerry, would you mind sharing like your experience when you had a session? Was it yeah, I was, I was just about to remark that my session was absolutely incredible. And I would liken it to having a plant medicine journey and, and that uh, the, the experience was very much like that. Although, uh, certainly depending on what plant medicine or psychedelic that you're using, you, I mean, it could last for hours, right? This mm -hmm. only lasted for an hour or a little longer, but the entire experience felt as much. And then afterwards is really where I was able to identify that, um, it felt, it felt very much like that. And I can, can say that even in the, the days following and months following, there was definitely some sort of a shift. Now I do a lot of work mm -hmm. and uh, have, have sit with various different plant medicine, master plant medicine teachers. Of course, I'm doing breath work and yoga and meditation, mm -hmm. reading. And so, you know, it's, it's for me really looking at how does it not only compare to each of those, but how is it different? And because I'm doing so many things at so many different times, it's as if I, it's, it layered on, but it was a, a beautiful experience in many ways. Um, you know, I've also uh, spent some time with um, people reading uh, my Akashic records. And I know that even in our experience, we talked about uh, previous lifetimes that you had the opportunity to tap into. And I quickly identified with a previous lifetime in that session. Mm -hmm. And I found that to be very interesting as well. Uh, so the, this, there's some similarities for me uh, mm -hmm. with plant medicine, but then a lot of different variances as well. Did you know that beyond this podcast that I help busy entrepreneurs, storytellers, artists, creatives, and healers who might be feeling a little bit bored and burnt out and trying to figure out what to do next and what's my purpose in life, really find those answers? How? Oh, I say it's through shifting. It's just a matter of shifting your vibration and your frequency to higher states of consciousness and awareness in order to find the answers and live the life that we truly desire to live. So if you want to become a deliberate conscious creator who is enjoying the creations and the manifestations that you are experiencing in life, then I invite you to be a part of a very special five-week intensive. You can get all the details at dariath.com forward slash shift to learn more. You can experience wholeness, personal freedom, expanded states of creativity, confidence and flow while achieving your goals and flourishing in your unique gifts and talents. After this podcast episode, please head over to dariath.com forward slash shift to learn more about it. Yeah. So, so what crystals in particular are being used? Because I know there's a, a certain, you know, I've, and we can talk more about crystals themselves yeah. and the power that each of them hold, but you use specific crystals in these sessions. I use the crystals that spirit told me to use uh, when I was downloaded with the, the quantum crystal and energy teaching and healing. So at the time I was a crystal beyond skeptic. I didn't even own one. So I was given these crystals and the names for them and where to put them. And I was also told, which is consistent through all my trainings is don't look this up. 
So here I am having zero knowledge and feeling extremely insecure about my ignorance to this topic. But I'm like, okay, and just went, wrote down what they said and where to put them. So in crystalline one, there's blue calcite, uh, red jasper, citrine, um, aragonite, uh, sodalite, amethyst, and quartz. So I was told where to put them and what to do in a level one balance. In level one, they said would clear the seven chakras of whatever the root, it, whatever the, the let's say, issue, problem, concern, prayer that people came in with. I think of them all as prayers. Sometimes I just cut instead of saying, what are you going through? It's just, what is your prayer? To kind of like, what do you want? You know? So level one is working with that as well as the multidimensional component of whatever is going on. So that's kind of the magic, the multidimensional piece. But I didn't know that at the time, just put them where they said after, um, quite a long time after, months after when I went in and when I kind of got the go ahead that you can look them up, I was astounded how they lined up or how blue calcite connected with multidimensional lifetimes in your ancestors. That was, well, one, extremely confirming and soothing for me and mind-blowing at the same time. So level two works with clearing the hormones of said issue. So if someone came for a level one, and, and there's usually, let's say four level ones before you go into a level two. Level two, so a deeper ride into what's going on in the prayer. And it's working with the hormones and the vagus nerve and really resetting things around shock or trauma, whatever lifetime. You know, we, we work with kind of the present, what's presenting, but you definitely can go. Yeah, and I guess you should also point out that um, that as we talked about in the very beginning, it's it's really tough to quantify the experience or even explain it to some degree. Mm. But you have clients who report having had these so-called mystical healings with deep-rooted issues. And, and certainly if you're talking about not only clearing things through multiple dimensions and timelines uh, in previous lifetimes, but even you know, our, our issues hormonally or within our vagus system or any part of the body physically here present that also see a shift and move towards healing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you know, my shamans from Peru, uh, the twin shamans, they'd always say, you know, we deal with what's happening now. So that that's where it doesn't matter what is presenting, whether it's the uh, road rage or a physical illness it's what's happening now that's kind of the the entryway into what's going on because that's what we're picking up it's whatever's showing up so um I'm not sure I think I got lost on your question no I mean it's just in reference to like what the, these things that in the you know we talked about in the very beginning that are kind of mystical and multi-dimensional and you know, you can't necessarily point to something that's practical here in the 3D experience. But then when you mention that with continued work, you actually are able to work with the hormones and work with 
more of the physical body here present uh, to have that move into levels of healing. Absolutely. I've worked with people with stage four cancers. I've worked with people that had really significant physical manifestations of lower frequency energies or energies being trapped in the body. Let's just say emotions, thoughts, you know, they manifest into physical when they're kind of not cleared out the same as shamanic work, clearing out the ancestral pieces and that. Well, it's crystalline does it the same way, but it's at a higher frequency. Like my shaman say, well, you're like a crystalline shaman. So it's working with these parts, whether it's you can't get a job or you want to become something like your life purpose or a physical manifestation of an illness. It works with it. It's just there's no like hierarchy of rules of this energy kind of stuff. It's just like, okay, here we go. You've got a physical thing. Let's work on it. Whatever needs healing, whether it's yeah. healing now or healing from the past, but that it, it is, as you point out, really getting to the core of whatever needs to be healed. So let's back up a second and talk about your journey to becoming a healer and, and how that happened. Well, it was a reluctant journey and I'm just slowly giving up that word, but I, I think that's kind of my thing. Um, let's see, when did it start? that I can track. So I graduated from Eden Energy Medicine in the early part of 2013, graduated level the two years. So I went on to be an advanced practitioner. But at that time, that was a really big piece for me. Actually, before that, I graduated with a Reiki master teacher and then Eden Energy Medicine two-year program. And two weeks after that, I was on a call. Someone messaged me and said, go on this call. And I was on with the yoga uh, channel of multidimensional energy and it was a recorded thing and I didn't know what I was or what I was going through and I said I think I'm an intuitive healer and I think I channel an angel and they went on and went you ask you are actually the direct channel of nine archangels so that freaked me out I hung up so thank you my as most people might that's too much that wasn't the answer I was looking for Two weeks after that, I was at a sound healing thing, and there was a Peruvian shaman there doing the sound healing and a girl from Canada. And I stayed to the end and said to her, I think I might be an intuitive healer. I thought I was like her. And I was invited to have a session. And I went to the session and the room was filled with people as I was waiting for my session. And I'm starting to tell the story of my journey to Peru and um, altitude poisoning, near-death experience, just the stuff. And I I was starting to like tremor quite a bit. And the people came closer and closer and closer. And then out came the intuitive healer. And they said, all these people who were in the room were shamans. And they said, you are a shaman. That was not what I wanted to hear at the time. I said, no offense, but I don't trust shamans. <laughs> so talk about the reluctance <laughs> and the polarity that I had to work through for whatever reason, past life for certain. So I was attuned there, right there. They said to, it was an intense energetic thing. So kind of it put me out of this resistance. 
Two weeks after that, I was downloaded with the crystalline energy healing system. So this was two months of intense activations. So after the crystalline energy came through, my physical body shook for about six months. Prior to that, I was a feng shui consultant and all of that stopped. I couldn't work for six months while this physically moved through my body, all this intense energy. So when this download happened, what happened? If you can describe that. It, I was, uh, what, it was about 11 o'clock in the morning. I had a severe migraine, sent kids off school, went back and laid down. But, you know, I needed to rest. When I opened my eyes, it was like 11, 11. I mean, of course. And I was told, write this down. And when I say write this down, there was a symbol on my ceiling. And it was light. And I looked around. So think of this, a migraine, you shut out all the lights, you have the curtains pulled, like you are in complete darkness. So I was looking around to see how could this light thing be on my ceiling? But then I heard very softly write this down. And I had like a, a old journal there and a kind of a broken up pencil, you know, when you sharpened it with a knife, like <laughs> so I was trying to get this down. And it took me about 11 tries. And then I stopped. And as soon as I saw it, it shifted into another one. And so write that down. Oh, chills. So you were literally channeling. Um, do you have a name for the guides or the what what the, when you were talking about the crystalline council? Like at the time, I didn't know who I was channeling. I really didn't. I was just writing down these codes and they did 11 of them. They're the same codes when I attune a client, uh, not a client, sorry, but a student. Those are the, the symbols that I draw over the person. They are the same symbols that I draw over the crystals to kind of switch them from regular crystals to working crystals to your medicine. The same way a shaman would, you would gather up your stones for your medicine. These are crystalline healing pouches that are but they have the codes in them so that's the difference you know earlier you were asking what's the difference between a session and a, a student but the student is now activated at whatever level they take the training in so you so so just as a point of clarification the crystals that you you are working with with a student as you pointed out were those that you'd received in a download from your your council your your crystalline mm -hmm. council and then after working with those, the codes that you wrote down are what you infuse in the crystals in a particular session with someone? Yeah, they're encoded in the crystal medicine pouch set that you receive as a student or that I have. They're encoded. I do not draw the symbols on a, a client in a session. It's, it's different. The student receives the uh, attunement symbols on their body or in their crystals. But when a client comes in, they're already infused in it. Very interesting. And particularly um, because of the power of crystals, period. You know, the, the and let's talk a little bit about that, that just crystals in, it, in and of themselves, as you point out, you didn't even know what, what crystals were. And mm -hmm. now you have a beautiful shop with crystals and I know. I mean, I've been there. I've I've been to your 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 shop in North Carolina, and when you walk in, you can feel 
something that's happening. And that's not even with this attunement, but just because you're in this frequency with crystals, how is it that they work that way? Well, the crystals at the boutique are high frequency. I go and select each crystal by hand. Then I cleanse them shamanically, smudge and clearing. Then they go in a holy water bath. Then they go in the boutique. So they're, they're cleared of any kind of programming, any kind of lower frequencies. And so that in themselves let, allows them to shine. Just like us, when we clear out our density, we're allowed to shine. Now, they work through the frequency that they emit. They're all individual, just like us. And they work kind of in a little bit of set of rules, like a blue calcite kind of main thing would be to help calm anxiety and bring you peace. Uh, rose quartz would be, oh, oh here she is here. Uh, to bring in love, to bring in the vibration of unconditional love, to soothe you. Clear quartz, like uh, over there, it's to help magnify your intentions, help you get clear. So they already have a set of kind of rules that they follow. You know, they stay in their um, category. But then what crystals do as a rule is they resonate with your body, with things that you're going through. They're um, a vibrational frequency, just like we are. So they can, okay, so one thing, they can hold a frequency that is consistent with who they are and help you match it. So they can hold that, you know, like almost like your highest potential. If they're holding, okay, this, I'm holding peace here. You come into it. You can, you can rise to it. You know, when someone comes in, you have a real... Uh, a friend who's really grounded and that, and they come in, they can hold that for you. That's what crystals are like. Ooh, got chips. They're like your friends. It's like, hey, I can hold this for you until you're able to get there. Mm. Or if you're really nervous, like I'm holding hematite right now. That's mm. a grounding stone. It can help me like come into center. I mean, I go off. <laughs> so it's like, okay. I mean, this puppy's saying, yeah, I'm not big enough, but <laughs> but they do, they help you so that you don't have to work so hard now they can magnify your intentions they can help you with manifestations i use them in homes to create sanctuary so that you can just walk in you know it's almost like taking off your coat you can come in that frequency is already held um, they can align your energy flow they can clear your chakras they can help heal you know a lot of people work with um, daily with crystals to move certain things that they're working through. Um, they have vast benefits. And certainly there are people who have had crystals uh, with them on their physical body or in their home uh, for various different purposes, as well as stones and, and just minerals in, in general, right? Really being a part of that, the, the, the first dimension or second dimension, if you will, in terms of and being closest to the earth and obviously uh, bringing those frequencies, making them available to to each and every one of uh, each and every one of us. For any listener or watcher who is in in the early phases of of just even considering how to work with crystals, not necessarily crystalline energy sessions, but just getting familiar with crystals, what would you recommend for them? Well. First off, I would recommend that they just go in and see what jumps out at them. Like just to, and sometimes it's hard for people to 
trust that. But, you know, if something catches your eye, go over, read up what it's about. It's usually pretty spot on. And then there's, I would say the beginner crystals, not that there any of them are, you know, no, there's no hierarchy, but amethyst is a really good crystal to start with because it's like your big bang for your buck. It does so much. It's the spiritual crystal. It's the protection. It's um, abundance. So it's a really beautiful crystal to start with. Or rose quartz, self-love, uh, clear quartz. They're all really good. Um, citron. I have some citron here for joy and bringing the laughter and the fun. And then, you know, if you have betrayal issues, you know, you have um, bloodstone. So it just depends what you're working on. You can get a book. You can start with a, a book and think, you know, I'm dealing with these issues and then go out and look for it. But I really recommend that you trust what you're feeling. You know, some people feel crystals right away. If you have that, go with that or what you're drawn to. And I wanted to say too, Darius, about how crystals work. We are crystals, we're liquid crystals. We have blue appetite in our bones. We have clear quartz in our body, the quartz crystal, silica. We have magnetite in our brain. This is how crystalline works. It's activating this, like we are living crystals. So, you know, to go back to your question about how the, the energy of the earth activates us, it's working through our crystalline structures, our DNA are crystalline structures, our fascist crystalline structure. We are crystals. So when you're thinking, you know, to go, go away from the woo-woo, how do they work? It's like, oh my God, you are one. Yeah. So it's just having the opportunity to have that activated by use of the physical crystal that's activating what is already innate or internal in our own DNA and, and our own physical expression. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that's really beautiful to understand. So, okay, back to your story again. So you get these 11 light codes, you start to work with crystals and become this reluctant, as you point out, healer. Uh, and then you find yourself deepening that uh, and now working with uh, more shamans and and uh, more people to really help you step into this healer role. Who are they and how did that help you to advance your work? Well, they kind of showed up out of nowhere. Like all of this were my first help, uh, helper shaman was Victoria Johnson because I was in Eden Energy Medicine and I got myself into a situation energetically that they couldn't help me with. So someone had said, you need a shaman. I didn't know what that was. And I went on Alberto Vialdo's book and called up that number. And I was referred to Victoria and she helped clear off this uh, energy for me. Now she's been with me ever since, and I will be deepening my training. Finally, she's celebrating in a few weeks. I'm going deeper into shamanic training. So that's been at least 10 years. So when I say I'm giving up the reluctant part, <laughs> I'm just starting to. So <laughs> then I had, oh, he came after. So uh, Pierre the one who attuned me at that, where I was going for a session, Pierre Giraud is a shaman from Peru as well and now lives in Canada. So he's been with me uh, on the journey as well. And then he brought twin shamans, the twin shamans from Chicayu, Peru, to my home. 
and I would bring my clients in in sub sessions and they would do the work there and they taught me several of the techniques that I just used in my first shamanic retreat which was just this past weekend so they've been with me and also encouraging me to step into this role but more from the they call me the crystalline shaman to stay true to my medicine but develop some techniques to work with different frequencies or ancestral energy or to pull in what I needed to pull in at, at a certain time. And then currently Don Francisco and Don Alana of Peru are shamans that I've been working through in different courses that I've taken, but now they will be behind the training along with uh, Victoria Johnson. So I've been really fortunate to have these shamans just show up I mean my guides have their work cut out for me <laughs> for them they drop the shamans in my backyard yeah it's it's so beautiful because it it certainly um lifts to the statement that when the student is ready the teachers show up right mm -hmm. and and clearly they have and it also for me is always so interesting to learn the journey of a healer and how it is that they've stepped onto this path this way Mm -hmm. There's no no pun intended about the title, the way of the healer, but that they they step into this way of of awareness, of living, of alignment to what perhaps their soul's purpose is calling them to. It does that feel in resonance to your experience? It does, Daria. It's you know my journey has been as multidimensional as my healing. So pulling in these pieces and these pieces, the, it all makes sense. You know, when you look back and you're like, oh, yeah, I had to go through this. I had to have this piece of the shamanism and the crystals and all these things come in. You know, I had a past life um, situation. It wasn't a regression, but I did regress. And I went back to Atlantean times and I was this crystal healer. And it's like, oh, so that's where that comes from. You know, I have the crystalline council comes in but it's been done before the same with the shamanism where I was a shaman um oh gosh ages and ages ago and it's like oh so that's why I can naturally do this and I can naturally do that it's and the guidance in all these situations where don't read about it so I had to go in to get the knowledge. Mm, wow. The same it, way we have to remember who we are. Yeah, yeah that, that is something to be said about not looking for the answers outside of yourself, but discovering those that already exist. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then activating them. Do you find that the more you uh, express and allow and expand, that the more expands for you? Oh, yes. I mean, I would not recommend being a reluctant anything. <laughs> because, you know, if I had to let go, I can only imagine where I'd be and how much less suffering I would have went through. But that was my journey. I had to be like, all the way through. Well, at least you got it in this lifetime. <laughs> exactly. And I think there was fear from different lifetimes because things didn't maybe go so well. And I'm still holding on to that imprint that, oh, down, oh, don't go down that road. Don't go down that road. So to let go of those well-earned uh, points was really difficult in this lifetime. Yeah. You know, to let go of any fear 
of yeah. any kind. Yeah. And, and that, and, and, you know, I was going to ask, what would you recommend to healers that are watching or listening uh, when those gifts start to make themselves present? Mm -hmm. You know, obviously you said, well, <laughs> don't use the word reluctant uh, and get out of the way and let go of the fears. Um, and I don't, would you tell them to trust the process? I would. And I'd say, be curious, like, ask questions don't just take whatever's whatever's given or presents to you but i would recommend doing it from more of a curious heart and how do you know you have control you have free will how do i want to allow this in do i want it to come in fast and furious or slow and steady do i need confirmation from someone do i have to talk to a trusted healer or something say hey help me out here so, and do your work. You know, the best healing for healers is do your healing work because that will take a, that'll take away a lot of these fears and that, because if you do anything through fear, it's, it's difficult. You make your life a little more difficult. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I also get that when the downloads, as you call them, or, or the awakening or, or whatever people might want to refer to, uh, the experience that begins to maybe first tap them on their shoulder and then scream in their ear and then drag them into <laughs> the experience, i.e. reluctant, uh, into the experience is can be frightening because it is it is it is quite the distortion of what we are living in our normal everyday life, particularly in, in these 3D human existences. And then all of a sudden, whether it is you're hearing voices or channeling certain messages or feeling called to a particular healing art. And on this podcast, we look at all types of healing uh, because it's available, you know, from crystals to breath work to plant medicine, a variety of different ways. But for a healer who is being called to it, I can sense and see how that is a bit of a you use the word reluctant, but I think it's fair. It's fair in the fact that it's so different. And don't tell somebody because then they're going to think you're crazy, right? And so it's it's fair for us to have that experience in those early steps. Yeah, yeah I think it's useful. And I think there's choice and there's discernment. You know, there's a lot out there right now. There's so many things being offered. And that's where, you know, it sounds cliche, but go in your heart, get quiet and use your discernment for what's right for me and be curious because, you know, we are ascending. So the time I had for 10 years of discovery is quickening, you yeah. know, it, you know, people are awakening and hearing things and they're in their corporate jobs and they're doctors. And I have all those clients, psychiatrists, psychologists, and they're like, what the heck, you know? I would have to think someone was crazy yeah. in, you know, a few years. Ago. And now this is the norm. So I just say discernment, choice, question, and have fun. Yeah. And certainly we're in this time that is like none other where the level of consciousness is rising at such a fast pace, both individually and collectively, that it is, and it's speeding up, right? And so we're, we're seeing these massive shifts that are occurring uh, for individuals as well as the collective, because that is what the earth and, and what we are in this particular time. Um, and what I understand it to be is like no other period of time ever. 
Yeah, I find that that very fascinating uh, in, indeed. So um, just want to point out that um, there's a couple of things that you're working on, including a new book. So if you want to mm -hmm. tell us about that. Okay, well, the book is called Awakening the Crystalline Heart, and it's an ascension guide to help move the shadow into the light. And it is a channeled book of, I have 48 channels from Jesus. The, then after each channel is the description that are, or the exploring the message part. And then there's uh, the key code and the key code is an egoic key code from mother Mary. So she would say, let's say um, the chapter judgment. So Jesus comes in with a, the message and on um, judgment. And then Mother Mary came in and told me, well, the egoic key code is stubbornness. And then gives me a description of her description. Again, don't look this up on the dictionaries, which tells me. And then to put that into the book. And it was like, whoa, you know, it really like does um, decode some things, you know, judgment through stubbornness. And then there's like an antidote and a healing exercise. So I'm currently working on that project right now. I'm in the week of it, um, doing like a third edit of it. And I am so excited for it to almost come out. I have a couple more weeks to finish it. But it was a, it was a really big uh, undertaking because in March of 20, uh, 2020, when COVID hit, but I didn't know, I was told, go inside, write this down. And now COVID hit after for us. But anyway, that's what I worked on for two years. And they said, stay forward. I had this crystal in the room and just keep looking that. So whenever fear or love was uh, um, presented, I had to just stay in the, in the middle. And that's how I had to protect the sacred space of writing this book. Mm -hmm. So when I talk about sanctuary, these crystals were holding space. I mean, I have a lot of really big crystals in here right now holding space. So the room I worked in was totally crystalline and I could walk in and out of that world for two years. And now I'm just out. I have an, um, an editor here working with me this week in helping fine tune it so that it's readable for everybody, I hope. Yeah, beautiful. I know it's going to be special in so many different ways. So let me ask you. Uh, if you had to, for yourself, define or uh, describe what it means or what the way of the healer means to you. Hmm. I think the way of the healer is the journey back into the heart of unconditional divine love and returning back from whence they came so beautiful. I love that. And, uh, you know, I had full intentions when I started this um, to provide beautiful stories like yours and healers uh, as a way of showing people that we can find our way back home and become our healers that we need for ourselves. And in fact, we are the healers that we are looking for. So thank you for that. That's such a, a beautiful description for that. So, um, so much that you have to offer, including your crystalline energy sessions. We're gonna have all of that available for those of you all who are listening or watching available on the website, on the show notes page, as well as if you're watching this on YouTube in the descriptions below, you'll find that. 
uh, as well as how to get in touch with Renata if you have questions about the work that she's doing and how you too can experience a quantum energy healing session. Before we wrap, Renata, any final thoughts that you'd like to share with us? Well, I just want to thank you so much for giving me the opportunity. And I am so grateful that we met and you had the opportunity to experience the Crystal Boutique, the sessions, the classes. And just another offering I have is the coaching, Quantum Crystal and Energy Breakthrough Coaching, which is a six-month program and business coaching, which is really helping you step into your divine purpose to share with the world. Ah, beautiful. Again, all of these links available for you. If you are watching on YouTube, please do me a huge favor and subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell so that you can be notified about all of the upcoming episodes. And of course, if you're listening on a podcast platform, subscribe there as well uh, so that you can also be updated on uh, releases. With that, Renata, thanks so much for being here. And then for all of my friends who are viewing and listening, have a beautiful and awesome day. Thanks for watching. Did you know this podcast is a part of an even larger docu-series? Yep, there is an entire documentary underway called The Way of the Healer, where I introduce you to extraordinary women from around the world who are transforming lives with the use of plant medicine and psychedelics. You can learn more about it at thewayofthehealer.com. Thanks for being a part of my day and for listening. Be sure to check out the website, thewayofthehealer.com, for more details, useful tools and links, free resources, and more. Disclaimer, the Way of the Healer Conversation for Change podcast and its host and guests are providing this information for educational purposes only. We do not condone nor condemn the selling, purchase, or use of any substances that are considered outside of legal acquisition or usage. We encourage discretion and safety when involving yourself or others with substances and activities that are deemed illegal by your official local government laws and agencies. It is your responsibility to research and know applicable laws.